Chapter Sixteen of the Mystery of the Sycamore by Carolyn Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Maida's decision. Maida, it cannot be. I shall never let you marry Mister Keefe when I know how you love Geoffrey. Sarah Wheeler spoke quietly, but her agonized face and tear-filled eyes told of her deep distress. Though not demonstrative, she loved her daughter, her only child, with an affection that was almost idolatry, and she had been glad of the idea of Maida's marriage to Geoffrey, for she knew of his sterling worth, and she knew the depth and sincerity of their attachment. "'Don't say you won't let me, mother,' Maida spoke in a dull, sad tone, a tone of calm despair. "'It must be so.' i'm not saying i love him i'm not saying much about it all but i tell you solemnly it must be and you must not raise a single word of objection if you do you will only make my hard lot harder but dear you must explain i am your mother i've always had your confidence and i ought to be told why you are doing this thing that's just the trouble mother i can't tell you and because of the confidence that has always been between us you must trust me and believe that i am doing right and doing the only possible thing oh it is all hard enough without having to argue about it why my will-power may give out my soul's strength may break down mother don't don't combat me don't tempt me aside from the only straight line of duty and of right child you are not doing right you cannot have a duty of which i know nothing of which your father knows nothing maida my little girl what is this thing that has warped your sense of right and wrong has curtis keefe won your heart away from geoffrey no oh no never that but it would be a wrong to Geoffrey for me to marry him. It would be a wrong to—to to all of us. By marrying Mr. Keefe, I can make everything right, and— She suddenly assumed an air of cold, stern determination. Mother, my mind is made up. You cannot change it, nor can you help me by trying. You only make it harder for me, and I beg of you to stop and then you know mother i killed mr appleby hush maida you never did i know you didn't but it was either i or father you don't believe he did it do you god help me i don't know what to believe but i tried to say i did it only i couldn't carry it out nor can you dear nor can father then oh mother i did do that shooting i did i did every assertion like that makes me more certain you didn't and mrs wheeler fondly caressed the head that lay on her breast maida was not hysterical but so deeply troubled that she was nervously unstrung and now gave way to torrents of tears and then ceased crying and bravely announced her plans please mother darling don't talk about that 
suppose i tell you that even that matter will be all set right if i marry curtis keefe and by no other means even mr stone can't find any other suspect than us three wheelers he doesn't at all believe in the bugler nobody does i do only as a last chance to free father and me mother it's an awful situation worse far worse than you know anything about won't you trust me to do what i know to be right and when i tell you i must marry mr keefe won't you believe me and not only believe me but help me help me in every way you can for god knows i need help what can i do darling asked sarah wheeler awed by the look of utter hopelessness on maida's face stand by me mother urge father not to oppose this marriage help me to tell geoffrey you tell him can't you mother i can't oh i can't again sarah wheeler broke out into protestations against this sacrifice of her loved daughter and again maida had to reaffirm her decision until both worn out they separated sarah promising to do just as maida wished in all things and in fulfillment of this promise sarah told young allen as she expected he was stunned by the news but where she had supposed he would show anger or rage he showed only a deep sympathy for maida poor little girl he said the quick tears springing to his eyes what dreadful thing can that man have held over her to force her to this and what is the best way for me to go about remedying the situation you know mrs wheeler maida wouldn't talk like that unless she had arrived at a very desperate crisis if she killed mr appleby she never did no power on earth can make me believe that why when maida's own confession doesn't convince me what else could no there's some deep mystery behind that murder i mean something far deeper and more mysterious than any of us yet realize i think mr stone is on track of the solution but he cannot have made much progress or if he has he hasn't told of it yet but i'm not a detective nor is any needed when mr stone is on the case but i am out to protect and clear my maida my darling poor child how she is suffering where is she don't go to her jeff at least not just now she begged that you wouldn't but i must i've got to no for her sake geoffrey dear for our maida's sake leave her alone for the present she is so worried and anxious so wrought up to the very verge of collapse that if you try to talk to her she will go all to pieces but that's all wrong i ought to soothe her to comfort her not make her more troubled you ought to i know but you wouldn't oh it isn't your fault it isn't that you don't love her enough not that she doesn't love you enough in fact that's just the trouble try to see it jeff maida is in the clutch of circumstances i don't know the facts you don't but it is true that the kindest thing we can do for her just now is to leave her alone 
she will do right as she sees it yes but she sees wrong i know she does the child has always been over conscientious and i'm positive that whatever she is up to it's something to save her father oh jeff then you believe he is why mrs wheeler don't you know whether your husband killed mr appleby or not i don't know heaven help me how can i know the two of them shielding each other wait a minute if they are shielding each other they're both innocent but it isn't that way mr wheeler said to me at first of course either maida or i did it we both know which one did it but if we don't tell no one else can know i see that point but i should think knowing both so closely as you do you could discern the truth and he gazed at her steadily you have yes i have of course as you say in such intimacy as we three are it would be impossible for me not to know and it was maida yes geoffrey how are you certain her father saw her saw her shoot yes then i'm glad you told me i'm going to marry her at once and have all rights of her protection through the trial if it comes to that nothing else could have convinced me of her act poor dear little maida i've known her capacity for sudden impulsive action but oh well if mr wheeler saw her that's all there is to be said now dear mrs wheeler you must let me go to my maida but geoffrey i only told you that to persuade you to let her alone let her have her own way she says that to marry curtis keefe will save her from prosecution even from suspicion she says he can free her from all implication in the matter by a fraud i don't know i won't have it if maida did that shooting she had ample excuse motive rather not a man on the jury would convict her and i'd rather she'd stand trial and oh no geoffrey don't talk like that i'd consent to anything to save that girl from a trial oh you can't mean you want her tried rather than to see her married to any man but me i'd wait jeff we mustn't be selfish i'm her mother and as much as i'd hate to see her marry keefe i'd far prefer it for her sake than no a thousand times no why i won't give her up keefe is a fine man i've nothing against him but she's my maida my own sweetheart and for that reason for your own sake you're going to claim her it isn't only for my own sake jeff spoke more humbly but i know i know how she loves me to let her marry another would be to do her a grievous wrong not if she wants to look there mrs wheeler pointed from the window and they saw maida walking across the lawn in deep and earnest conversation with curtis keefe he was tall and handsome 
and the deferential air and courteous attitude all spoke in his favor maida was apparently listening with interest to his talk and they went on slowly toward the old sycamore and sat down on the bench beneath it our trysting place geoffrey murmured his eyes fastened on the pair it did not require over-close observation to see that maida was listening willingly to keefe nor was there room for doubt that he was saying something that pleased her she was brighter and more cheerful than she had been for days you see said sarah wheeler sadly and he is a worthwhile man mr appleby thought very highly of him i don't said Allan, briefly and unable to stand any more he left the room he went straight to the two who were sitting under the big tree and spoke directly what does this mean maida your mother tells me you let me answer spoke up keefe gaily it means that miss wheeler has promised to marry me and we ask your congratulations are you not aware jeff's face was white but his voice was controlled and steady that miss wheeler is my fiancee hardly that demurred keefe i believe there was what is called an understanding but i'm assured it has never been announced however the lady will speak for herself go away jeff maida pleaded please go away not until you tell me yourself maida what you are doing why does mr keefe say these things it is true maida's face was as white as allen's i'm going to marry mr keefe if you considered me bound to you i hereby break it off please go away the last words were wrung from her in a choked agonized voice as if she were at the end of her composure i'm going Allen said and went off in a daze he was convinced of one thing only that maida was in the power of something or some person some combination of circumstances that forced her to this he had no doubt she meant what she said had no doubt she would really marry keefe but he couldn't think she had ceased to love him her own geoffrey if he thought that he was ready to die he walked along half blindly thinking round in circles always coming back to the possibility now practically a certainty of maida being the murderer and wondering how keefe meant to save her from the clutches of the law he was perturbed almost dazed and as he went along unseeingly genevieve lane met him turned and walked by his side what's curtis keefe doing with your girl she asked for the rolling lawn was so free of trees the pair beneath the sycamore could be plainly seen i don't know said allan honestly enough as he looked in the good-humored face of the stenographer i don't want him making love to her miss lane went on pouting a little first because she's altogether too much of a belle anyway and second because she paused almost scared at the desperate gaze allan gave her 
"'I hope you mean because you look upon him as your property,' he said, but without smiling. "'Now just why do you hope that?' "'Because in that case surely you can get him back.' "'Oh, what an aspersion on Miss Wheeler's fascinations!' "'Hush! I'm in no mood for chafing. Are you and Keefe special friends?' Genevieve looked at him a moment, and then said, very frankly, "'If we're not, it isn't my fault. And, to tell you the bald truth, we would have been, had not Miss Wheeler come between us.' "'Are you sure of that?' "'How rude you are!' "'But yes, I'm practically sure. Nobody can be sure till they're certain, you know.' "'Don't try to joke with me.' Look here, Miss Lane, suppose you and I try to work together for our respective ends. Meaning just what, Mr. Allen? Meaning that we try to separate Keefe and Maida, not just at this moment, but seriously and permanently. You, because you want him, and I, because I want her. Isn't it logical? Yes, but if I could get him back, don't you suppose I would? you don't get the idea. You're to work for me and I for you. Oh, I try to make Maida give him up and you. Yes, but we must have some pretty strong arguments. Now have you any idea why Maida has, has picked him up with the tongs? I have a very decided idea. In fact, I know. You do. Is it a secret? It is. Such a big secret that if it leaked out, the whole universe, so far as it affects the Wheeler family, would be turned topsy-turvy. Connected with the... the death of Mr. Appleby? Not with the murder, if that's what you mean. But it was because of the death of Mr. Appleby that the secret came to light. Can you tell me? I can, but do I want to? What would make you want to? Why, only if you could do what you sort of suggested, make Mr. Keefe resume his attentions to poor little Genevieve and leave the lovely Maida to you. But how can I do that? Don't know, I'm sure. Do you want me to tell you the secret and then try to get my own reward by my own efforts? Oh, I don't know what I want. I'm nearly distracted, but... He pulled himself together. I'm on the job, and I'm going to accomplish something. A lot. Now, I'm not going to dicker with you. Size it up for yourself. Don't you believe that if you told me that secret, confidentially, except as it has to be used in the furtherance of right and happiness for all concerned, don't you believe that I might use it in a way that would incidentally result in a better adjustment of the present Keefe-Wheeler combination? He nodded toward the two under the sycamore. Maybe, Genevieve said, slowly and thoughtfully. I thought of telling Mr. Stone, but... Tell me first and let me advise you. I will. I have confidence in you, Mr. Allen. And two, it may be a good thing to keep the secret in the family. The truth is, then, that Mrs. Wheeler is not legally the heir to this estate. 
she is if she lives in massachusetts and the house is so built oh fiddlesticks i don't mean that part of it the estate is left with the proviso that the inheritor shall live in massachusetts but what i mean is that it isn't left to mrs wheeler at all she thought it was of course but there is another heir is there i've often heard them speak of such a possibility but they never could find a trace of one i know it and they're so honest that if they knew of one they'd put up no fight i mean if they knew there is a real heir and that sarah wheeler is not the right inheritor who is curtis keefe oh no miss lane are you sure i am i discovered it from mr appleby's private papers since his death does keefe know it of course but he doesn't know i know it now see here mr allen get this mr appleby knew it when he came down here he this is my own theory but i'll bet it's the right one he had discovered it lately keefe didn't know it my theory is that he came down here to hold that knowledge as a club over the head of mr wheeler to force him to do his appleby's bidding in the campaign matters well then he was killed to prevent the information going any farther killed by whom genevieve shrugged her shoulders i can't say any one of the three wheelers might have done it for that reason no you're wrong neither mr nor mrs wheeler would have they'd give up the place at once your mental reservation speaks for itself that leaves maida suppose she knew it and the rest didn't suppose in order to keep the knowledge from her parents don't go on he begged i see it maybe it was so but what next next alas curtis keefe has fallen a victim to maida's smiles that's what's making more trouble than anything else i'm positive he is arguing that if she will marry him he will keep quiet about his being the heir then her parents can live here in peace for the rest of their lives i begin to see i knew you would now knowing this and being bound to secrecy concerning it except as you agreed if it can serve our ends where do we go from here allan looked at her steadily do you expect miss lane that i will consent to keep this secret from the wheelers you'll have to she returned simply maida knows it therefore it's her secret now if she doesn't want her parents told you can't presume to tell them allan looked blank and you mean she'll marry keefe to keep the secret from her parents exactly that and there'd be no harm in keeping the secret that way for if curtis keefe were her husband it wouldn't matter whether he was the rightful heir or not if he didn't choose to exercise or even make known his rights i see and as to the the murder genevieve helped him well i don't know if maida did it and i can't see any way out of that conclusion kurt will do whatever he can to get her off easily perhaps he can divert suspicion elsewhere you know he made up that bugler man 
and has stuck to him maybe he can get a person's unknown verdict or maybe with money and influence he can hush the whole thing up and anyway maida would never be convicted why possibly the threat of mr appleby if he did threaten could be called blackmail anyhow if there's a loophole curtis keefe will find it he's as smart as they make em now you know the probabilities almost the inevitabilities i might say what are we going to do about it something pretty desperate i can tell you fine talk but what's the first step do you want to know what i think i sure do then i say let's take the whole story to fleming stone and at once end of chapter sixteen